Hey y'all, my apologies. In case you guys are confused by the episode numbers, I was the one that was in the wrong. According to podcast platforms and Apple Podcasts in particular, 264 episodes of the show have been released. So, uh... Yeah, that's why we're on 265 now, and in future episodes, everything will be completely accurate. So that was my fault, I was the one behind the the show, says 264. So even though last week's episode said 263, it should have been 264. So we are on point now with episodes so this is episode 265 and in future weeks we will be on point and on track with the data provided from other platforms and so yeah just wanted to put that in there let's get this started What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I'm an inspirational speaker. Happy birthday, Life Tips! Woo! The podcast is now four. Four years old. Woo! Thursday. But, uh... The episodes drop Monday anyway, so we're just counting this as podcast episode to get things rolling. So anyway, ah, feels good to celebrate the podcast birthday, but also celebrating my mans so I actually didn't realize this but I started the podcast three years ago on my man's birthday wow Uh, I'm talking about my good guy Zay Terrence he was born on October 20th so I'm celebrating him today as well. He's my brother. We have been bros for goodness. One, two, three. We've been bros for almost five years. Spent three of those years going to the same church. And then when he left in 2020, we just kept being bros. And to this day, five years of brotherhood at the end of 2022, can't ask for anything better than that. So, not only happy birthday to the podcast, but happy birthday to Isaiah. Oops, happy birthday to Terrence. (laughs) Um, Not his middle name, happy birthday to Terrence, to Zay, I appreciate you, bro. And, uh... Hope you have a good one. We're going to celebrate together. It's going to be lit. And yeah, so 
let's get into the podcast episode about how haters are the driving force for heaven on earth. Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Relationship improvement with advice and tips for becoming a better you. On this show, each episode is unique to what you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. The reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along. I can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow. Let's get started. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you new to life tips? Well, then, welcome aboard. Do me a favor. Hit that follow button, subscribe button, however it's worded, and follow the show so that you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. You'll join the numerous amounts of people who download the show each day and add it to their everyday lives. If you're a current or faithful listener of the show who has been with us since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue leading you in the right direction, and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show as per usual. All right then, let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show, I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple Find Life Tips Podcast and write a review. And also leave a five-star rating. Because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple Podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. Blow us up and let people know how important listening to Life Tips Podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. I want to read you something.
October 6th, the end of my time in the insurance world. Last week, during my birthday weekend, I got this text from a former friend who is no longer a friend. She was blocked on socials and I blocked her number. This is what she said during my brief one week long stint without a job. And I say one week because I had every intention of getting more hours my birthday week and getting more hours the week after. So I was still loyal to my old job at that time. But after the 6th of October, that began my one week long stint of unemployment. This person is in her 40s, claims that she doesn't like black men romantically And yet she still wants to be a wife. More importantly, she wants to be a stay-at-home mom and make her man go out and work and pay all the bills. So let me read you this exchange and then we'll dissect it. It says this. I don't know any women your speed. Let's break that down. So pretty much we talked and determined that we were not fit for each other romantically, but she did say that I would be open to sharing you with other women in clubhouse spaces where the potential for connecting you with someone more your speed could work out. So I send her an audio message saying, hey, whenever you're ready, let's, you know, get the ball rolling on Clubhouse. She then sends me this, that I don't know any women your speed. Then she says this, I don't know a single woman that would accept you without a job. Newsflash, I don't have an unemployment status anymore. There is a job incoming and it will be official in the next couple days. But at this point, when we're exchanging these text messages, I did not have a job. So she says, I don't know a single woman that would accept you without a job. I would be looking for a job, not a woman. You won't be able to support her. How would you take her out or do anything in the relationship without a job? I would embarrass myself hooking you up with anyone. Please go find a job, build your career, and only start looking for women when you can actually provide for a family. What would you offer her now? Please don't ruin someone's life. Now, let's break the rest of this down. I don't know a single woman that would accept you without a job. Hmm, maybe you don't, 
But I'll have you know that I successfully dated two women while I was broke. My first ex, Jasmine, 2018. Second ex, Amber, 2020 to 2022. I would be looking for a job, not a woman. Um, At the time I texted you this, I had already applied for at least 10 jobs. Probably even 15 jobs. So the job search had already started long before I sent you this, this text message ex- exchange. You won't be able to support her. Um, did I not mention to you that I was going to get an apartment next year? Which should let you know that I, along with several young people these days still live with family because the cost of living is nuts and you need an actual steady job to be able to support yourself. You gotta at least make $40,000 a year out this way in the DMV to support yourself or more. That's just the minimum. More would be preferable, but that's just the minimum. So the whole you won't be able to support her thing Duh, I already know that I'm not able to support someone in terms of marriage. I'm at least two years away from that, sister. That's why I'm pacing myself. How would you take her out or do anything in the relationship without a job? Okay, let's break this down. I dated two women while broke. But when I dated Amber... We did have some type of agreement that coexisted when it came to dates, going out, etc., etc. We did free stuff. We did stuff that costed. She paid for some stuff. I paid for some stuff. There's food that's involved. So someone has to pay for the date. Someone has to pay for the food. If the man doesn't pay for everything, then you were splitting payment on certain things. So this whole, how would you take her out or do anything in the relationship without a job implies that it's the man's job to do everything in the relationship, which is not true. I would embarrass myself hooking up, hooking you up with anyone. I'll come back to that one. Please go find a job, build your career, and only start looking for a woman when you can actually provide for a family. I'll come back to that one as well. What would you offer her now? Please don't ruin someone's life. We're going to answer this one first, and then we'll go back to the other text messages. What would I offer her now? See... I grew up in the church and I also grew up in a two-parent household and 95% of my family members are in faithful marriages. So I know what it takes to be in a successful relationship. I know what it takes to successfully date and make it towards marriage. My sister did it and my uncle did it. 
What would I offer her now? Hmm. Let's go back to a post that I put up on social media recently. A dope car, $40,000 a year paying job, nearly, with a nearly $10,000 a year podcast producing gig that starts in January on the side. I'm single. I have no kids. I'm going to have an apartment. I'm financially stable now because all mindset thing. I'm one of the most attractive young guys on earth and a God fearing man. Ladies, I present to you me. I'm a whole living, breathing catch and it's not even 2023 yet. What would I offer her now? Everything that matters in a relationship that has zero to do with money, status, or beliefs that are wrong and that are rooted in dead philosophies from the past. I would embarrass myself hooking you up with anyone. Okay, wow. No one has ever said that to me before. No one has ever said I'm embarrassed to hook you up with someone. Until last week. Not last week, but two weeks ago, my birthday hit. Still, highly unbelievable that you would even say this. Please go find a job, build your career, and only start looking for women when you can actually provide for a family. You've got to be kidding me. If you only knew, woman, who you were talking to. That's an outdated philosophy to go find your career build your career and only start looking when you're ready to provide for a family. Completely outdated. We are living in 2022. Things are completely different now. Oh, and let's not forget, God is always up to something in someone's life. You forgot that, didn't you? supposed to be a quote-unquote woman of God, right? If you're a woman of God, then you should know that to God, it only matters the posture of your heart and who you are character and integrity-wise. That is what will attract a woman to you far more than your pockets or your job title. So, that is the first person that I want to address in this podcast episode as we're talking about haters being the driving force for heaven on earth. You're a hater. And guess what happened next? Well, I said this. 
I clarified that in general, if you can't be with me when I'm down, why be with me when I'm up? It doesn't make sense. Now, she took that to mean I meant her. No, you idiot. We've already talked about that. I have zero interest in dating you. I don't date black men at all. Her response. It's just funny y'all think y'all deserve a woman even when you don't even have a job. Ridiculous. I have to go. And then I re-explained myself again, which she said, I agree. Enjoy your day. Then she said this, please don't text or call me. You're irritating. And at that point, I proceeded to block her. So you messed up a whole friendship off of your insecurities and a misunderstanding of what I was actually trying to say. The principle is what ultimately matters. Because if you can't be with me when I'm down, why would you be with me when I'm up? That makes no sense. My last girlfriend was with me when I was down. And she was with me when I was up. The only reason that ended is because she had massive insecurities and a past that she had not healed from. Other than that, things were Gucci. So now that I'm starting over, we are back to that philosophy in the single realm. If you can't be with me when I'm down, if I ever go down again, then why be with me when I'm up? But now that I'm up and I'm not down again, making $40,000 a year with a regular job and a podcasting gig that will start in January. And in January, a brand new year starts, right? So with the podcasting gig and the job from January to December of next year, we're looking at $40,000 a year, almost. Not going to give you the exact number, but I'll just ballpark it at that number just so you know, which is the minimum amount needed to live in this area, the DMV. Haters are the driving force for heaven to open the floodgates. I will explain what I mean by that after we come back from commercial break. This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by Family, it's your hostess with the mostest, Tiva Go. 
From over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful, we got your back. So come check us out on Anchor FM and almost all streaming platforms using the name Powerfully, Black, and Excellent without the E. We drop new episodes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're not listening to us, what are you doing? Haters are the driving force for heaven to open the floodgates. That means that when the that's a fan, it's basically a fancy way of saying that when the devil attacks you in one specific area of your life, over and over and over again, you are that much closer to your breakthrough that was shared to me by one of the ministers at my church that he and I are officially in a brotherhood it's him and one other dude that I consider a brother I just need the man to you know get a car get your driver's license then we can start hanging out more but um yeah aside from that when he told me that it was fueling it was fuel to the fire of what I needed to be in my motivational state for not just the rest of this year but into 2023 which leads into Part two of haters. Now, this person I used to know, but after Liberty ended, the only person that I really kept up with was my adopted brother and his best friend, who is currently in California, living her best life as a radio personality, a podcast host, and a girlfriend and a friend to her girlfriends the women that she's met through her job or just being in California in general those are the only two people I actively kept up with post Liberty almost a decade ago this person is more so an acquaintance so remember when I posted 
my status on socials about a dope car, $40,000 a year job, all that jazz. I wrote it over the backdrop of my 2023 calendar, which I took a picture of and posted it to socials. Now, this individual sent me a DM and it goes like this, quote, Nate, you always be posting about how you're a God-fearing man and how God is at the center of your life, yet you consistently contradict yourself by posting, quote, half-naked women, quote, that doesn't make any sense to me. You keep saying you're a perfect 10 and how you're going to have the perfect godly relationship with someone, then post someone twerking five seconds later. It doesn't add up, and you're not going to attract anyone by doing that. Again, another individual that doesn't know me today, but is just holding on to a version of me from the past. I had to block him everywhere, except for phone numbers. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, but I don't want you looking at my socials now because you are part of the haters squad. In other words, for those of us who are podcasters, public figures, etc., etc., we have haters. Take Lizzo, for example. Her haters comment on her weight all the time, and she always has amazing clapbacks for them. My haters mostly just look at Instagram stories and judge me based off of Instagram stories without actually taking a look at what's happening in life. So let's break this message down. Now, Instagram is not the Bible. I've already talked about that in a previous podcast episode. Instagram is not the Bible. In other words, it should not be taken life and death seriously. But instead, Instagram should be used as a tool by which we see the world and access other people's lives to an extent. So I'm a creative, right? I'm a podcast host. I have to pay attention to certain things in order to talk about it successfully on the show. But beyond that, I'm not a robot. I don't just post stuff for the sake of the show, the podcast, speaking engagements, church, ministry stuff, God, Jesus, and all that. I'm not robotic. I don't participate in legalism, and I don't do religion. Religion is following a bunch of rules. Legalism means that the rules and regulations that you follow in religion have to be applied to your life at all times, and you cannot act out of those. Otherwise, if you do, you are not representing 
Christ properly. To represent Christ properly means that you do say, and in this case, post good things all the time, and you can't be yourself. What? No. Legalism. No. And robotic nature on social media, as you all know, is not my thing. When I'm not talking about the show, when I'm not talking about podcast engagement, podcast episodes and speaking engagements, when I'm not talking about church-related things, I'm a normal individual, a normal human being, and a normal guy. It is natural to do what I do in singleness. Notice that when I was dating, I never did any of this. I shut all that down when I'm dating. But in singleness, fair game. You're not tied down to anybody. So, essentially, as long as you're not causing harm to people, then who really cares about fun and games and enjoyment when you post. Not talking about, you know, church and spirituality and all that jazz. I'm just simply talking about being a regular everyday person outside of the brand. This is pretty much me being an everyday person outside of the brand. Now let's break this down. Do I post quote-unquote half-naked women? It all depends on how you view the post. I post people. Women are people. Do I care what they wear or what they put on their bodies? No. You know how they say my body, my choice when it comes to pro-life versus abortion? It's the same concept when it comes to what you wear. Your body, your choice, you wear whatever the heck you want to wear. I don't judge. It means nothing because modesty, physical modesty, is not a parameter or a... Physical physical modesty is not an indication, there we go, of your status with God. It's not an indication of who you are as a person. And it is not an indication of what I believe women are who dress like that. That one piece of the message... Half-naked women. That's your viewpoint, bro. You see it that way. You keep saying you're a perfect 10 and how you're going to have the perfect godly relationship with someone, then post someone twerking five seconds later. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up to you because you don't know 
me. My faith is stronger. God is doing things in my life and bringing people in my life. God has brought me my mans who is going to be my wingman and hook me up with someone at his next music gig. So I don't have to do all the work by myself. I just have to do some of the work by myself to meet the next woman. Oh, and go back to what I posted, right? Dope car, $40,000 a year job, podcast gig for $10,000 a year, no kids, single, apartment, financially stable, attractive as a mug, God-fearing man. Those are facts mixed with qualities that matter to women 10 times more than what you post on your social media. And by the way, in case you forgot, manifestation is something that I fully believe in. Vision boards are what I fully believe in. Although I don't have a vision board, I don't need a vision board because I have social media and my phone. Social media is my vision board. My phone is my vision board. What's on my phone right now? I go to my lock screen. We have a picture of a grown-up Madison Pettis. Because, I mean, when she was in the game plan, she literally was a girl. But now, she a grown woman on Grown Woman Vibes, and she finds a mug. But she's an image that represents manifestation, what I am trying to achieve in my next woman that my previous two exes had nothing about them. Oh, and my list that I continuously update every day and talk to God about manifestation. I speak things as though they were. It's That's actually scripture, by the way, to speak things as though they were, right? So that's what I'm doing with my social media, with my personal journals, with my time with God. It's all based in scripture application. Speaking of social media, let's go there now. Madison Pettis, Facebook, Twitter. I believe I have uh, Thames on my Twitter. Manifestation. In other words, I'm a well-rounded, open-minded person. It could be someone from here. Or it could be someone from Nigeria. Like She's Nigerian, and Nigerians are different than Americans in that we have family values, and the authenticity is ten times greater than 
America and American women. Not all, but for the experiences that I've had, yes. You're not going to attract anyone by doing that. So you mean to tell me that I'm not going to attract anyone by manifesting? By believing that what I want is going to happen? By having faith? By typing stuff out? The stuff you don't see, but all you can see is what's on my Instagram story? And you're going to use that against me? I'm beyond this type of judgment. I attract people by being who I am. I attract people by having things. The things don't determine whether you're going to have a relationship. The things are tools to showcase that you can have a relationship, that you can sustain a relationship because you're sustaining yourself. Haters are the Gateway haters are the fuel, the motivation, but most importantly, haters are the driving force of heaven on earth. She's coming. I fixed myself. It's been six months. I'm good off that. I'm good off the X. It's been six months. Got myself a dope job. Got the podcast job coming. I know how much I'm going to be making, which only matters to me. Bills will be paid. Life will go on as normal. She's coming. I can see it. I can sense it. I can feel it. And no amount of discouragement from two random people that don't know me is going to stop her from coming. And when she shows up, y'all probably be regretting what you said to me in those message threads. You can't go yet. We gotta give you socials, socials. We gotta give you socials, socials. Nah, nah, you can't go yet. You can't go yet. We, we gotta, gotta, gotta give you socials. So, if you want to follow Life Tips Podcast on the internet, there are several ways you can do this. The first is on Facebook. 
The second is on Twitter and the third is on Instagram. So on all three of these platforms, search at Life Tips Podcast. If you'd like to follow me, follow me on Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker and at Spoken Life Tips. And on Facebook at Spoken Life Tips. So that is basically where you can find the show on social media and where you can find me on social media. Twitter at auth underscore gen underscore person. That's at A-U-T-H underscore G-E-N underscore person. And that's about it. So, uh, those are the social media accounts that you can follow the show on and follow me on. And so I look forward to connecting with you on the internet. And, uh, yeah.